So every Lent, we do a homily series on topics that are relevant to the big questions in life. So this is the fifth one in this series, and it's being drawn from Chris Stefanik's videos and, and book uh, series called The Search. So this week's homily is, Who Do You Say That Jesus Is? So all these homilies are being recorded uh, on our parish YouTube channel. So if you know someone that may benefit from it or you'd like to go back and, and watch it again, uh, just go to our parish YouTube channel. So who do you say Jesus is? So in our first reading today, from Exodus chapter 3, we hear this dialogue between God and Moses. Moses said to God, But when I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, if they ask me, What is his name? What am I to tell them? And God replied, I am who I am. And then he added, This is what you should tell the Israelites. I am sent me to you. So God, the ground of all existence, revealed himself in the form of a, a burning bush. So why would we be surprised when he reveals himself to us as a man? So in Matthew's gospel, Jesus asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? The disciples give Jesus a variety of answers like, Well, some say you are a prophet or Elijah or John the Baptist. So from the beginning, we see that the world has and will always offer various points about who Jesus is. So Jesus asked his disciples, But you, who do you say I am? And Peter responds for the disciples, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. So what Peter did, Moses had to do, and you and I have to do. We all have to do it as his disciples today. You have to decide who Jesus is for you. You have to speak it out. You have to live it out. If Jesus is the great I am who am Messiah, the Son of, of the living God, which in fact he is, then this is who Jesus needs to be for you. He needs to be your Messiah, your Lord, the Son of God who you worship, follow, love, and who you put first in your life, your greatest lover, your God. The fact that Jesus proclaimed the Son of the living God is truly incredible. It is a radical claim, unlike any other claim of any other world religion throughout human history. So for example, in the religions of the ancient Greeks, Romans, the Babylonians, the Persians, and the Egyptians, their religions were all about humanity seeking God. But in Jesus, we find God seeking humanity. In the other religions, it was all about humans reaching for the gods. But in Christianity, we see God reaching out for humanity, reaching out for each one of us. We see God desiring to be with humanity so much that he decides to become human in Jesus Christ, God made man. Since Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection, every human being has had to make the choice. Who do I say Jesus is? The response of his followers up and down the ages has produced almost countless cities named after him and his apostles and saints, countless schools and universities and hospitals. 
Jesus' image hangs in museums throughout the world. Some of the most iconic music ever written has been composed in Jesus' honor. More books have been written about Jesus and Christianity than any other subject in the world. Jesus Christ is easily the most dominant figure in human history. Time itself is measured around his birth. But this makes no sense at all. He was a man who had no money, no armies, no empire, no human royalty. Yet, Jesus is the most influential person in the history of humanity. And why? Because billions over the past 2,000 years have answered his question, who do you say that I am? By spending their lives knowing him, loving him, following him, serving him with their lives as the son of God, and thereby influencing and shaping the world around them in every way. But how do we know that Jesus really existed? Well, here's a historical fact to ponder. There's more historical evidence for Jesus than any other historical figure since recorded time. More evidence for Jesus' existence, for instance, than the most well-known emperors in the Roman Empire, like Julius Caesar or Caesar Augustus. No serious academic scholar, even ones who are atheists, would ever debate the existence of Jesus Christ. So Jesus, as a historical figure, existed. However, what about his claim to be God? Surely this is debatable. Well, let's look at the eyewitnesses to Jesus. We know from history, many of the first eyewitnesses like the apostles and many of the first century martyrs, they were tortured and executed for their belief in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. So surely, if they didn't actually see all of Jesus' extraordinary and mighty deeds, if they didn't actually experience him as their resurrected Lord, if they didn't actually receive the power of the Holy Spirit, and if they didn't actually know him in the Eucharist as they celebrated the sacrifice at the Holy, of the Holy Mass, then when faced with persecution and death, they would have responded, no, no, you got it all wrong. He was just a man, just a good teacher. He was just a prophet. He was not actually God. But all of these eyewitnesses from the first century, when asked, who do you say that he is? They responded, Jesus is the Messiah, the son of the living God. And just like that, Jesus was killed for blasphemy, claiming to be God. His followers were willing to give their lives because they had experienced him as the son of God too. It is interesting today, as in centuries past, in a court of law, all that you need is a few witnesses who say, this guy did this or that, and the case is closed. The man is convicted. In the case of Jesus, you have countless witnesses who verify with their lives that Jesus is the Son of God. Here's something else to consider about Jesus. His existence is pre-announced in the centuries before his birth. There are many Jewish prophets who have prophecies from God 
and they wrote them down about the coming of the Messiah and that when he arrived, the pagan nations of the world would convert and begin to worship the God of Israel. We know from history, this is exactly what happened after the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, Christianity, the religion of Jesus spread throughout the Roman Empire in the first 300 years, then throughout the world in the subsequent centuries. And no other world religion is the founder of the religion historically pre-announced through prophecy. The coming of Jesus Christ in history was actually prepared for in the centuries before his birth. Many prophecies, for instance, told that he would be born in Bethlehem, raised in Nazareth, riding on a donkey in Jerusalem, his suffering and death on Good Friday. Hundreds of prophecies, and every one of them fulfilled. God was preparing humanity to understand who this man would be so that when he showed up, they would recognize him and follow him as the Messiah. So this demonstrates that Christianity is not a man-made religion, but a God-made religion, a divinely revealed religion. Jesus Christ is the only leader of any world religion who was history pre-announced. And all of what he did, his birth and ministry, his teachings, his death and resurrection, all of it was prophetically proclaimed centuries before his birth in time. Muhammad, Buddha, no other religious leader was ever pre-announced or had prophecies about them. So nevertheless, as some people in our world center their lives more upon themselves and less on God and other people, which is what we call secularism, there are some people who don't know Jesus and therefore once again ask the questions about the divinity of Jesus. But we need to remember that Jesus was put to death because he claimed to be God. He was crucified because he committed blasphemy. Plus, the mountains of historical evidence surrounding Jesus and his teachings, such as his claiming to be divine. Plus, all the followers in the first few centuries after his resurrection, who were willing to die because they believed Jesus is the Son of God, and because so many of them had personal encounters with him through the Eucharist in prayer and meditation. So, looking at historical evidence and using logic, they're important when we discuss the identity of Jesus and the veracity of the religion that he established. However, we must remember that Christianity at its core is really about two persons. The person of Jesus Christ, who is God, become man, and you, as person created by God. God became man in order to rescue you and me, all of us. Your sins interrupt your relationship with God. In fact, your sins can forever separate you from God. So Jesus joined your human nature in order to take your sins, if you will give them to him every day, suffer for them, die for them, and rise from the dead without your sins so he can forgive your sins and your sins will not keep you from God in this life and forever in eternity. Christianity isn't about God wowing you, but about God winning you. 
God came to woo you into a relationship with him. Christianity is about God loving you, loving you so much that he sent a savior, his son, Jesus Christ, to save you from yourself, from the lies of this world, and from living a life only for the creatures and created things of this world, instead of first and forever for the creator, which is what will ha bring you happiness. The more we give of ourselves over a relationship of love with Jesus, the more we will be like Jesus, who was and is the pure, perfect human being, and the more our lives will be lived like God originally planned for us as his sons and daughters, and the more we know happiness in this life and be prepared to experience happiness forever with Christ and all of his redeemed creation in heaven. Pope Benedict XVI said, the happiness you're looking for in this life has a face and it has a name, and it's Jesus. Being a Christian, it's about drawing nearer to the source of life itself. It's not about proving our love for God. It's about opening our hearts to receive God's love, to receive his son, Jesus Christ. At the crossroads of time and space, at the center of human history, at the center of every longing of every human heart, there is a person, the person, Jesus, the Son of God. When it comes to Jesus Christ, it turns out that we don't have to actually look for him. He has already come looking for us. God has become man, become human, in order to join us in our humanity and in order to save us as human beings. So who do you say Jesus is, is the most important question we can spend our entire lives answering. How we answer this question is the stuff of life that will forever define us here and now and for all eternity.